0: Good day, poker peeps. This is Sky with Smart Poker Study. In this video, I'm gonna show you how to experiment with new poker strategies the smart way. Now, it's a three-step process. Step one is choose the new strategy. Step two, study the strategy. Step three, experiment with the strategy. I'm gonna dive into each of those deeply, one at a time, with some hand examples. Uh, to help you take notes with today's episode, go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash Four, three, three. Okay, let's do this. Gambate! It's 11 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? I told you last night, no! Where is Bart anyway? His dinner is getting all cold and eaten. <laughs> All right, so step one in this process is choosing the new strategy. Now, I'm saying new in quotations because all these strategies, the ones I'm specifically mentioning today, they're ones that you already know about. But here's the thing. A lot of these might be plays or strategies that you don't often do. So your expertise, your skill with these strategies, developing that's going to be new to you. So choose a new strategy. For example, donk betting. That's betting out of position into the pre-flop raiser. Have an example hand right here where I actually did make a donk bet. I have 10-9 suited in the big blind. Both of them clubs. Under the gun, open raises to three big blinds. MP decides to call. Button folds. Small blind calls the three. So it's up to me. 10-9 suited. Uh, I decide to call as well to see a flop in a four-way pot. 12 big blind pot on the flop. So four of us to the flop of queen, four deuce all clubs. I have the 10-9 of clubs. I flopped a flush Um, and a uh, small blind decides to check. I decide to donk bet a little bit big, three quarter pot, 75 cents, 75%. I think I made it too easy for my opponents to fold right now. And everybody did. I flopped a flush, bet big, trying to get value and everybody folded, right? But that's the example of a donk betting situation. I bet before the C-better, the preflop raiser, had a chance to bet. So if this is a play that you never do the donk bet, you may want to experiment with it. And one of the big reasons for experimenting with it is you learn how to do it yourself, but then you also understand the ins and outs of it, and you should be better able to defend against it as well. So a new strategy potentially for you could be that donk betting. Maybe c-betting, continuation betting is a new strategy for you. Maybe open raise, but you only ever c-bet with top pair or better. Well, you've got to incorporate some bluffs into your game, into your c-betting game. So c-betting could be a new strategy. Check raising flops, maybe bluff betting or bluff raising on rivers. Floating flops, turns, or rivers. Now, I use floating the way Poker Tracker 4 defines it. Floating is when you bet in position after the C-better checks to you. So you can float on the flop turn or river when the C-better checks. Probing turns and rivers. That be, it might be another play, another new strategy that you want to experiment with. Probing, just like before, poker tracker 4 defines probing as betting when out of position, when the C-better checks behind on the prior street. So you can probe on turns and rivers. Now, another way... Another kind of strategy you can actually uh, experiment with are detailed schemes. For example, maybe your coach talks in a video or a podcast about betting small on the flop and then betting large on the turn. Maybe that kind of like two-stage or maybe even a three-stage bet sizing strategy could be a detailed scheme for you to experiment experiment with. Maybe another coach teaches you about limp raising four times the bet to steal it pre flop. That could be something worthy of testing as well. And so to test any of these plays, detailed schemes or the standard plays, you're just going to follow this three-step process. And like I said, the first step was choosing that new strategy. For the rest of this video, let's assume we've chosen to study donk betting. Step two in this process, after you've chosen your new strategy to experiment with, you're going to study the strategy. So find one video and one video only, or a part of a course or a book chapter or one article or one podcast to learn from. Once you find that thing, you're going to study the item, take notes in your poker journal, and to get a free poker journal, go to smartpokerstudy.com poker dash journal. Free download right there for you. Now, you're going to take notes on that item that you study in your journal, and then when you play your sessions for experimentation, keep your notes open and review them during your warm-up as well to prime your mind for using that strategy for experimenting with it as often as possible. So after you've studied that strategy, it's time to do a play session and experiment with the strategy. I highly recommend just one or two tables to give you enough brain space to focus on this strategy that you're trying to experiment with over and over again. The next thing you need to do is purposefully put yourself in the necessary situation over and over. Pull the trigger on the play when it's positive EV to do so. That means when it's a money-making opportunity to do so. And actually, right now, I want to give you a little quiz right? So for each of the strategies that I mentioned, I want you to uh, think about the situation you need to purposefully put yourself in over and over again so you can make that play. The first one is donk betting. What situation do you need to be in in order to donk bet on the flop? I'll give you five seconds. Pause the podcast if you need to think about it. The answer is you need to be the out of position caller in the blinds, or maybe you even open raise and then call a three bet. As long as you are the pre flop caller, out of position, boom, you have that opportunity to donk bet. Now, what about C betting? What kind of situation do you need to put yourself in in order to experiment with C betting? Five seconds. The answer is you need to be the pre flop raiser, whether you're in position or out of position, the open raiser, the ISO raiser, the three better, the four better. You need to see the flop with the opportunity to C bet. What about check-raising flops now? How do you experiment with check-raising flops? What situation do you need to put yourself in? Five seconds. Yep, you simply need to be out of position on the flop. Whether you're the sea better um, or the potential donk-better, that's still a check-raising opportunity when you have the opportunity to donk-bet. What about bluff-betting or raising on rivers? What situation do you need to be in for that? Give you five seconds. Yep, you need to get to the river and need to bluff to win. So maybe you have a busted draw or you called with a weak second pair hand the whole way just to bet when they check to try to bluff them on that river. What about floating on flops, turns, or rivers? What situation do you need to be in to float? Five seconds. You need to be in position post-flop and just be ready to bet when they check. What about probing on turns or rivers? What situation do you need to be in? All right, the answer is you need to be out of position, and you're basically betting that net street when they check back the prior street. So you can't control whether or not they check to you with floats or probes, right? But if you're out of position and they check behind, now you have that opportunity to probe turn Or river for you. All right. So here's another key aspect to experimenting with the strategy. uh, Pay attention when you're not in the hand. If you're thinking about donk betting, right? You might have folded a hand pre-flop. Let's actually look at a hand right now. So in this hand, I have 10-8 offsuit on the button. Now, if you're thinking about on the button, there's no way I have a chance to donk bet, right? I have the best position. Uh, Six players dealt into the hand. Under the gun raises. MP, I'm sorry, uh, MP cutoff and button, me on the button, we all fold. I'm exited, I, I exited out of the hand. But I need to keep paying attention because small blind folded and now the big blind decided to call. So this big blind player is out of position as the pre-flop caller. He is in a donk betting opportunity. What I need to do, I exited in the hand, I folded my 10-8 offsuit, didn't want to combat these players. But now the flop comes down, ace, queen, five. I need to ask myself, if I were this villain, in the big blind, on the ace-queen-five board, after calling preflop, would I make this play? Would I donk bet right now? So you're looking for every opportunity as you're playing to make that strategy or to experiment with the strategy. But when you're not involved, you're still training yourself to think about it and look for these spots when other players are in those positions. So please do that. Um, Another thing could be helpful drop down in stakes especially if you're experimenting with like uh uh, big bets check raises big three bets and four bet bluffs or whatever it might be things that maybe require a big investment or a big risk to make that play dropping down in stakes might make it a little bit easier if you're a 25 nl experimenting with strategies at five nl that is perfect. One buy-in loss at 25 NL, that's $25 down, but you can experiment all day long and lose five buy-ins. And that's still equal to that one buy-in loss at 25 NL. I'm talking about five buy-ins at five NL, right? Now, the last thing here, don't experiment willy nilly. You got to know who your opponent is. You're not just donk betting to donk bet, uh you're thinking about the opponent are they going to fold are they going to give you value if you flop that flush whatever it is a good idea might be to set a goal for a number of plays made maybe you want to play a session um and then you're just going to keep playing until you make 10 donk bets and tag each hand for review every time you make the donk bet tag that hand you can create a new tag in poker tracker 4 called donk bet maybe also Tag those donk betting opportunities where you're not sure if you should have made the play, but you didn't make it. You just checked instead, right? The more hands you tag, uh, it'll give you really good opportunities to review between your sessions. So I'm a big fan of getting more things done in the time allotted to me, like listening to a podcast while I'm folding the laundry, right? Two things done at once. Well, Here's a really good uh, study strategy, which I call two birds with one stone. Right now, when it comes to experimenting with a strategy, just experiment with that strategy over and over again, like I discussed in steps one, two, and three, right? Also, at the same time, you can train yourself to focus on a related statistic to that strategy. For example, when you're donk betting and you're considering a donk bet, let me ask you a quick question. Actually, let's do a little quiz right now. Which hud stat statistic of your opponent could help you make more profitable donk bets i'll give you five seconds well my answer is fold to donk bet before you consider making a donk bet if you can look and actually see your opponents fold a donk bet stat you have a really good idea of whether or not they're capable of folding because they've placed or i'm sorry they've faced that bet in the past and they've made their decision right You can also take a look at C-bet flop and fold to flop C-bet as well. For example, there's a player right here, Villain86 that I'm looking at. The smart HUD shows me that his C-bet on the flop is 64. His fold to C-bet is only 33%. He C-bet bluffs a lot on the flop and folds hardly ever. He is not a flop on his player. A donk bet might not work against him, but at the same time, his fold to donk bet It's 100%. It's one out of one. But so looking at that stat helps, but then also looking at his general tendencies on flop might help you make good decisions too. So let's take a look at this hand right now. I have seven, eight offsuit in the big blind. Uh, Button decides to open raise just to two big blinds, small blind calls, and then I call as well, setting up a good donk betting opportunity, right? I'm out of position against the pre-flop raiser on the button. Uh the flop comes down five, six, ten, rainbow. I have seven eight, so I have an open ender right here, and actually, I have a draw to the nuts, right? nine comes out six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I have the nut straight at that point, but so um, my opponent checks in the small blind, and so before the button has his opportunity to see bet, I think, hey, this is a great spot i'm open ended right now, I can donk bet plus his fold to donk bet is 100% on the button, and the other player, he's 100% as well, they might respect this bet. So I made a two-thirds pot, bet four, into six big blinds, and boom, they both folded. So I utilized my statistical knowledge, my hands equity as well, to make a well-timed c-bet bluff, and took it down. Plus, it probably helps that that board is 10-5-6, right? And one of the great things about when you play online poker and you use a HUD, you can tailor your HUD any way you want. So what I'd recommend to you, whatever play you're experimenting with, in this case, donk betting, you want to look at your opponent's fold to donk bet stat. Add it to the HUD, like I did right here in the smart HUD. I put it to the far right. I made it nice and big, 14 font, um, black text on a white background, easy to see. So every time I have the opportunity to donk bit, boom, I'm looking at those stats. I'm killing two birds with one stone right here, um, experimenting with a strategy and improving my statistical analysis at the same time. All right, so let's continue this little quiz we had going here. When it comes to sea bedding What statistic do you want to pay attention to of your opponents? Yeah, you probably guessed it. You want to pay attention to fold to c-bet by street. If you're considering flop turn or river c-bet, take a look at that stat, right? You also want to look at it by street or street by street. For example, right here, we have a player who folds on the flop 43%, but only on the turn 14% it's probably easier to bluff him on the flop because he's already demonstrated the ability to fold more often. Right there. What about now, if you're thinking about check raising on the flop, what statistics should you focus on of your opponent? I'll give you five seconds. Yep, you should focus on their C-bet statistic. Also, you could take a look at their float or bet on flop statistic as well. Whatever kind of check raising situation you're in, um, those stats will help you out. Now, what about bluff betting or raising on rivers? What stat do you want to focus on? Five seconds. Yep. Take a look at their bet river and fold to river bet. Those are going to really tell you whether or not your opponent is honest on rivers if they're prone to folding or if they're prone to betting and calling potentially. What about um, when it comes to floating on flops, turns, or rivers? What stat do you want to focus on? Five seconds. Yeah, you want to focus on fold versus float. Um, They have those on, you know, fold versus flop float, turn float, river float, all of those. And also take a look at their seabetting and fold to seabet tendencies to see what street they're potentially honest on, like I've already discussed. What about probing on turns or rivers? What stat do you want to focus on? Five seconds. Yep, you want to focus on fold versus probe, fold versus turn probe or river probe, piece of cake right there. I hope you did well on those two quizzes. All righty, speaking of HUD statistics, if you want to maximize your exploits against opponents, get the Smart HUD for Poker Tracker 4. It's what I use uh as I play and all my hand reviews and all these videos, that's the Smart HUD that you can see on the screen right now. Once you get this, you also get a 75-minute webinar with it pick it up and you have to be a poker tracker for a user, obviously, right? But you can pick it up at smartpokerstudy.com slash smart hub. This is my custom hub that I built for myself with seven different pop-ups, uh, seven different custom pop-ups and 75 minute webinar as well. And I have to thank Daniel Podheiser, Alex Roberts, Benjamin Barzilay, dykel Paredes, Max Zeiflig, Scott Kinder, Sunil Joshi, Josh, Jason McDermott, Jason Roig, Joel Kinneman, and Sean Bridgeland for picking this up recently. Thank you all so much. Get it for yourself, com slash smarthud. Alrighty, it's time for you to take action because action is the greatest teacher. I want you to choose a quote new unquote strategy and experiment with it. Follow the three steps above. Once again, they were choose a new strategy, study the strategy, and experiment with the strategy. And of course, experiment for three or more play sessions with doing some studying and hand reviews in between each of those sessions. Hope you enjoyed this video, this podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please give me a thumbs up down below and I'll see you in the next one.